Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, yes. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. It is, we're recording this on Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. I am coming at you from the Upper West Side of Manhattan, New York, New York, 24-7 forever, 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg. Joining me from Philadelphia, the EST of CHP. A.K.A. Mr. Smack Your Favorite Buffet, A.K.A. <laughs> the Physically Strong Stack Guy Greg. What's up? I like that. Smack Your Favorite Buffet. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's, a K Slay. It's, it's like K Slay, but buffet. It's a shame what COVID has done to, to buffets. You, you go in, you have to think about who was standing there before you showed up and like, you know. I know. Yesterday, I was going to get some pickles from the pickle bar at Zaybar. Not, not at Zaybar, at... Uh, at fairway and I, I i was about to and i was like you know what i'm not ready for a pickle bar quite quite yet i'm almost there and joining us from los angeles los angeles a man who's never turned down a free pickle bar 35 under 35 dipperstein i'm very particular about what pickles i eat i mean i'm sour pickles <laughs> only i'm i'm i won't even sniff a pickle that's not a, a sour pickle i i i what is uh if it's not a sour pickle, it's a cucumber. Let's just let's just say yeah, it on yeah. this podcast, okay? If it's not a sour pickle, 
it's a cucumber. I, I agree with you a thousand, a thousand percent. Um, Troy wants to know what a pickle bar is. So like at, <clears throat> at certain delis, Jewish delis, they'll have a pickle bar. The bar- where The barrels? Yeah, well, listen, the best one ever has is in, in my opinion, is at the Great Parkway Deli in Silver Spring, Maryland. It's 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 the Jewish deli. There's a couple other that people like, but of the D.C. area, Parkway Deli is the one. And I've been going there my entire life and at different periods of my life. There were times when I was eating there five times a week. I mean, it was it was home. Listen, when it's delicious, you just got to. Well, on the menu has everything. They have everything on the menu. And Some audience members are like, oh, they're at it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> somehow. So the the pickle bar there is just like it's currently not open from COVID, but it's like a little station and they have sour and half sour and a carrot slaw and pickled this and pickled that and peppers and just every sort of item. And you, when you're waiting for your food because you're Jewish and hungry and need to eat before you, you eat, you got a nosh. You have to eat before you eat. Yeah. Why would why would you enjoy your yeah. meal? You have to be full by the time the meal arrives. So you go to the pickle bar. And you, I have a hot you hear what you said too, which is a shame. It's mm. it's closed due to COVID. It's not open right now. I know. I know. I, I have a hot take on this. Go ahead. The only thing that should be pickled are pickles. What are your thoughts? You don't have to pickle a carrot. Yeah, I, I don't leave know. Leave the carrot I don't, be. Leave it. A, a pickled carrot is no longer a carrot. It tastes yeah. like something completely different. Yeah, I don't. I've never had a pickled carrot. Um, I've never had a pickled anything that wasn't a pickle so dip. Oh, you have they, really? What do you no, mean? The, uh, they have pickled pickled, pickled tomatoes. Onion. Never had them. Pickled cabbage. Pickled pickled everything. People are nope. pickling and pickling. Only had I've only had pickled pickles. <laughs> so. That's a pickled cucumber. Pickled cucumber. <laughs> That's right. a pickled cucumber. A thousand percent. But uh, pick, I, I don't mind the pickled tomatoes. The, the sleeper thing at the Parkway pickle bar for me is the carrot slaw, though. I enjoy the carrot. It's not pickled. It's just it's just carrot and raisin and, and coleslaw. It's just coleslaw made of carrot. That's it. <laughs> I mean, another thing. They're very the, – these uh, food manufacturers, they're very careful what to have make pickled flavor. There's a, there's a chip now that's pickled flavor, right. but really nothing else. You can't really – pickle is such a, a – It's unique. It's so unique of a flavor that you can't just make pickled anything. You can't well, this, just make the the essence of pickle be on any food. Like even if, then, there it's was just like, a you know, dill pickle. There's no pickle hard seltzer. No, you don't want that. You don't want a pickle hard seltzer. No, no one. Does, that's a great point. Now, and there is oh. like ce- there is like celery celery seltzers. You, you can't of do course. it with pickle. Now, of course. Uh, the, the the funniest food thing that happened with me this week, and I, I feel like every time I've told this, it hasn't been as appreciated as as I as strongly as I appreciated it. Natalie and I went to an Italian place on the Upper West Side on Sunday. Like we because we went out with my aunt and uncle, and then randomly it's dinner time. We're like hey, let's let's have a little Italian dinner. Okay. So we had I a little. Thought you were going to say Jacob's pickles. That would have been a great segue. And by the way, I considered it, but no, I couldn't go that crazy. So let's just get some Italian. And we got, went to a place and it was really nice. And I hear a woman sitting across from us randomly say to the two young men with her at some point, she goes, hey, I think I'm going to order the Ganochi. Oh, no. no. What did you do? My head and, would have exploded. Oh, I, so I, no. I just did you sat there. Out? I just sat there and listened. And the friend oh. goes, well, what's Ganochi? 
And she goes, well, the ganochi is like uh, Mm. small balls of potatoes. At least she knows what it is. It's like getting hit with bullets. No, no, no. SGG, that's worse. (laughs) It's worse that she knows what it is because that means she's ordered it many times as ganochi. Ganochi. By the way, I just want you to know for the record, (laughs) I am going to be saying ganochi as the only way I say it until the day I die now. That's oh my she God. has ruined. I now have to make the joke. I, I can't say gnocchi. I have to say gnocchi. It was the confidence that I that I appreciated that she was like thinking about the gnocchi. There's, I mean, a, lot of, the there's a lot of people side, that say gnocchi you know, out there. She's at you know this that. nice, fancy restaurant. It wasn't who, fancy. It was regular. But like, I'm well, who, just surprised. Who's going to correct that is my point, though. Like, well, the waiter, the, a waiter at some point is supposed to say to you when you go, oh, oh sir, I'll have the gnocchi. He's supposed to go, ah, yes, 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 the gnocchi, yes, the gnocchi. That's all you have to do. That's because he doesn't want to overcorrect you and make you feel bad. Right. And have you not, so he just quietly goes, oh, the gnocchi, yes. And is that goes, what happened? Oh, oh, is it? No, oh, it's gnocchi. Oh, it's, wow. No, that didn't happen. That's what, what happened. How has that not happened yet? That she's or, still saying gnocchi. Or she's like, oh, this waiter's an idiot. Just bring me my gnocchi. He thinks, he, yeah, just shut up and bring me the gnocchi. <laughs> That's because, why you're a waiter. Don't bring you me guys, the don't you guys, when you go to restaurants where you don't speak the language of the menu, you always order with a question mark. I, right. I'll have the um, pudinesca. I'll have the pudinesca. <laughs> right. Right, and and then they go ah the Budanesca. That's, that's that's what the exchange is. You can't just confidently like, Gnocchi. Give me oh, the oh, Gnocchi. Hold on, hold on. What about the old point? I'll have this. Oh yes, yeah, that is uh, that is the move. Well, and by the oh, way, yeah. I'd say the most common thing is the combo. It's the point and question mark. The, I'll have the Pudanesca. Or, or it's just you say the first few syllables of the, uh, you know, whatever this is. Uh, the, 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 and they go, yeah, ah, the Budanesca. Yeah, 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 and then you go, oh, that's exactly right. That's what I'll have. Yeah. So that was the highlight of my week. I, I think we can end the podcast now and just call this week's episode Ganochi and keep it moving. God, she, uh, this woman's been Ganochiing for years. Pickled Ganochi. And she looked, they, they were young. They were obviously young. You know, maybe I didn't know what Ganochi How was young? until my early 20s, maybe. 20? Somebody corrected me at some point in my in my early teens, I would say. With with that, with that you think you said Ganochi at some point? Um, I think I never knew exactly how to say it, so I did the point. I pointed. <laughs> right, which is a safe move, Sy- man. I told this exact same story. Shout out to all our OneApp listeners. I told the exact story on OneApp last night, and Syph made uh, astutely pointed out, how do you see the G-N next to each other? How do you see the two consonants next to each other to start the word and not immediately go, well, this is a foreign word. This is not there's English. Something going Let, on with this with the, with there's something going on. Let me adjust. You can't just power, power through and go, Gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just power through. So anyways, welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everyone's having a good week as we get ready for WrestleMania Backlash. Programming note. Something exciting is happening. This week on Talking Smack, which I'm sure most of you do not watch, Saturday, it comes up on Saturday morning. On this week's Talking Smack, you will have, for the first time ever on WWE television, a show hosted by Peter Rosenberg and Sam Roberts. First time ever. We have How? never worked together on in WWE. Isn't that crazy? What a nerdy show this is going to be. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's pretty nerdy already, but we're going to we're going to nerd it up, too, for sure. Um, Matt Camp and Jackie Redmond are off. And I was filling in. I guess I was filling in for one of them. I don't remember which. And then the other one. Oh, I was filling in for Matt Camp already. And then Jackie has the NHL playoff. So she's off. So Sam got the call. So now it will be the first time ever that Sam and I do any sort of TV for WWE together. You got to so open up with show. the Megapolis handshake. We might have. Yeah, you know what? By the way, SGG already one for one. Fantastic yeah. idea. You got to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you should discuss baldness maybe on the show. Well, him and I discuss baldness all the time because because <laughs> he, he credits me with, you know, saving his life, even though he should have listened uh, sooner. I actually brought up Sam today. I did an interview with Jack Harlow uh, and, hey. and, and and Ebro started asking Jack Harlow if he has a hair plan for like if things start to change. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, that is. So I brought up Sam. I said, I have a friend, Sam Roberts, who he he didn't listen to the plan and. Things got rough there for a while. What's the Thank plan you. for Jack? The plan uh, is the same Jack plan said, for everybody. Yeah, Jack said his plan is to go the way the way of Rosenberg. Like when it's time, just go. It's the same plan for everybody. And you got to bow out. You got to bow out at the point where it looks like it was a choice. Exactly. Because if you wait bow. too long, then everybody knows you were forced across People, the line. By the way, so, SGG, I did such a good job with my timing, even though I did have a, a six month <laughs> to a year period that was a little rough. But I did so good with my timing that people still think it's a choice for me. They're like, oh, yeah, you could still you could still grow it out, couldn't you? I'm like, I only knew you as a bald man. I never knew you any other way. Yeah, it's true. You've only known me as a bald man. I'll tell you this, though. I took a look at Jack Harlow's the top of his head. He might be in good shape. He might be just yeah. fine. Is yeah, he because he's 24. Guy? He's 24. By 24, I was I knew I knew what was going on. What's up it with was, Jack yeah. Harlow? What's I up with him? him? Is he a great guy? Oh, I, I think he's a great guy. Yeah, I'm a mm -hmm. fan. Mm -hmm. Jack Harlow is, I would say right now, the coolest white man in America. Besides you. Obviously. Yeah. Thank you. Second, thank you. second cool. Thank you. He so, can't vote for himself, Dip. It's cold. Yeah, I can't vote for myself. But I mean, Jack Harlow, and I, and I pointed this out in the interview today. I mean, this is rarefied air. No white rapper has ever stayed, like, has become a mainstream pop rapper popular rapper like even eminem. eminem yes he's very popular but m doesn't make club records particularly he makes lyrical records right mac For miller sure. was not that dude uh no. god rest his soul um g easy started to g easy was the one who tried to he was yeah. moments he was moments he was moments didn't quite work out and let's be real and i love g easy he's a great he's a great guy but jack harlow what's popping has already surpassed anything g easy ever did yeah and nail tech no, no, Jack Harlow is. And I, I'm hearing the album supposed to be fantastic. So, oh, by the way, Dip, you'll also be happy to know we 1000% recorded Whitish Wednesday with Jack Harlow. There you go. There oh, you but how, how did that? How did that work out? Um, interesting. Very interesting. The things he didn't know. The things he knew and didn't know were, were very he's so young. You know, he's young. up. That's the thing. He's also 24 years old. Well, I mean, come and, on. He's still white. He's supposed to. These classics. You got to hear the classics. I know, but then then at the end when we hit the black songs for him, I really he was nervous about it for the same reason I get nervous when Shawnee flips it on me, because it's much more pressure on the white person in black culture to get the black songs right than it is for Shawnee to get white songs right, where no one has any expectation that'll get them right. So I'm Shawnee can get them all wrong. It actually helps his credibility. I get yeah. one wrong, I look like a jackass. So yep. the game <laughs> is is the game is weighted in a funny way. 
So he gave Jack he gave Jack a hard one. We have really started off just in down a rabbit hole. SGG, what's going on outside the ring in the world of pro wrestling? The biggest and only headline that I really saw was that 10 wrestlers were released from NXT. Um, this was reported by Fightful. And then Fightful later reported that Roderick Strong also requested his release, but as of the time of recording, has not yet been released by the WWE. Now, among those 10 wrestlers who were released mm, was Dakota Kai, Oof. Dexter Loomis, Eesh. and Malcolm Bivens. That one, uh, Malcolm Bivens surprised me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dexter Loomis surprised me. Yep. All three of them surprised me. Yeah, Dakota um, Kai surprised me. I didn't think Dexter Loomis was a very big guy when I saw him at WrestleMania weekend. I, I, I was very surprised. They make him look so gargantuan on TV. And then when I saw him in the hotel, I was like, oh, that's a big guy. But he's not like, you know, I wasn't like intimidated by the sight. Oh, of oh, did you mention Harlan? No, I did not. Harlan, Parker Bardo, Harlan. Harlan. He was also They were released. so high on that guy. Yeah. They didn't. At one point, weren't they saying he was going to be the next Brock Lesnar? Yeah, well, he looked like Brock with hair when he had hair. Here's what I'll say about that: they said on the uh, you know on the mm. few of the dirts this week that they didn't they didn't think that his in ring work was advanced enough, um, you know, for for their liking. Um, they also thought Dakota Kai was not main roster material, quote unquote. So, you know, I I, I was surprised by that. I think you know she's really put in the time. Yeah, not on. that I ever There's thought no, she was such a great wrestler, but if if anybody's no, I'm not shocked by any of them, to be honest, I'm not really that shocked by any of them. I'm, I'm, I, I, you call me crazy. I'm still surprised. Yeah. Isn't that what NXT is supposed to be, though, guys? Like, you know, I don't want to ever see anyone lose their job, but NXT is a feeding ground for the main roster, and if the powers that be are not seeing it for some of these guys in NXT. I mean, whether we whether we agree with it or not, it's sort of their prerogative as far as who they put on that main roster, and and they don't see it, they don't see it. We can dis we can we can disagree, but it's that that, that is true. I mean, that yeah. that's why all of these things are just you know, it's 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 a shame. I feel bad for all these all these people, obviously. And in the we case of Malcolm Bivens, I do have to point out is that it was also reported that um, he they asked him to resign in February. He declined. And so I guess now they decided to just have him, you know, release him instead of just have him, you know, serve out the rest of his contract or, or honor the rest of the contract. So they they wanted him, but he was going to walk regardless, it seems like. I think it's Swizz Beats. It's like that. It was like that. What 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 record is that? Oh, this is called, right? It's a really. Okay. I think I'm pretty sure at the beginning they sampled the song. You know what? Let me just use who sampled, and I'll tell you everyone who's ever sampled before. No, 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 no. I'm on no, use. No, no, I'm on who like sampled. That. I don't see Swiss Beats yet. Um, there's an Eve song that popped up. Yeah, e Eve. It has to be that. It, it, is it the Eve? Let go. Well, I gotta hear it. I don't. I'd know. have to hear it. Was covered in two no. songs before I let go by Mary and by Beyonce. It's such a great, it's such a great record. But also, it's like number one, it's huge in, um, it's huge, obviously, in like the uh, black family culturally barbecue situations, etc. But also, growing, you know, for me, trying to become a DJ, Flex played it all the time. It's inst it's a cheat code. It's it was, and like I didn't know when I first heard Flex playing it. I guess when I was fourteen, 
I doubt I knew it very well. I mean, I was 14 years old, and my parents didn't play Frankie Beverly in our house. Let me let me do playing James let me, Taylor. Let me let me just say one more hip hop thing for the week. I went to the Nas um, Illmatic performance with the LA Philharmonic a couple of nights ago. And then how was it? It was Mage, and then he they left, and then he played all the hits. He did a melody of all the hits, like in 25 minutes, like every hit. It was awesome. Oh. But but um, good. I'm glad. At the end, you need you need some non Philharmonic. Yeah, but yeah. you need some. There wasn't much Philharmonic, to be honest with you. I mean, unless they, you know, there was some oboeing going on, some some. You saw other people were oboeing and oboeing. <laughs> there was some oboeing. There was some oboeing. I saw some oboeing. But but what I'll say is, um, and I don't want any spoilers, and I'm not giving a spoiler because I only watched the first two episodes. But two nights ago, I hear the entire Illmatic album, um, in at the LA Philharmonic performed by Nas front to back, and then I turn on Ozark, and the first episode of the new season oh. of Ozark. Is, is all, all about Omatic. About Omatic. And I'm like, life is crazy <laughs> like that. Wow. So, so, so did you, SGG, did you watch Ozark yet? I don't watch Ozark. Okay. I only watched the first two, so don't say anything, please. Uh, I'm, I'm only on three. SGG, why did you, what do you mean you don't watch Ozark? I don't like watch you made Ozark. There's a lot of but, content. I don't want to But you made it, but like that. you're saying, you didn't say I haven't watched it yet. You made a decision, like the line's been drawn, you're not watching it. Oh, no, no, it. I just don't watch it. So it's not, yes, I haven't watched it because I don't watch it. Ozark, but not. But I don't watch. No, no, it. no. You don't watch it because you haven't watched it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't watch it because I haven't watched it. But I can't no, no, be like, you, oh, I haven't watched it and try to play the semantics of like, oh, I'm gonna get to. Right, right. You don't even like bother yeah. making people feel like it matters because yeah. you haven't watched it. For but five I have years. no. I have nothing against it. It sounds like a great should, show. It sounds like I, something I, that I should be watching. I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I do. I, I, I think it's. I, I think Ozark, it's, n- number two drama for me of all time. It's under. I, I dis. I disagree with that. But I. But I do love it. I love it. Two is too high. Two is two for me. It's two for me. It's two. That's it. They have been, in my opinion, they have been. Well, he stretched. could be. He could be mean tier two. He could mean tier tier. Two. No, it's my second favorite. No, he's second favorite of, of all, all time. time. So, so there's a there's a part in the first episode of Ozark. If anyone hasn't seen it, involving Killer Mike and li- her listening to the Nas album. Okay. Now, SGG. So, uh, guys, ear Muffet, You can fast forward sixty seconds if you don't want to hear this. Here's the warning. If you don't, it's not that important, but. If, if you don't want to have anything ruined, fast forward 60 seconds. She she ta- he, Killer Mike says, what are you listening to? She takes off her AirPod. He takes the AirPod, puts it in his ear, which is, first of all, crazy. Black people never putting your loose AirPod in their ear. But it's okay. It's a TV show. Right. So he, <laughs> he does wipe it. it at all. Just like- I, don't, I don't think he even wiped it. She's <laughs> listening to New York State of Mind. Okay. Okay. And afterwards, they continue a conversation. And he says something about coffee. And she says... Blah, blah blah, and and he says you need to get sleep, and she says I never sleep, and he says why, and she says and she says you know why, and walks out. <laughs> in the theater, I like erupted with applause. I loved it so much. In the theater, oh, I saw you it at the, the premiere. At the premiere. Yeah, yeah. It, N- Natalie thought it was very cheesy. She was like watching it on TV when she was like, you know why? She was, was like, cheesy. okay. It was cheesy. <laughs> it was cheesy? She's right? Because in that the whole theater. Was, Killer Mike for, didn't react in any way to hearing the Nas record. He was just like, I think I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. I know. So like, I it, it's so weird though, because they did this premiere in New York and there's only 150 people there, 200 people for that showing. It was very cool when she goes, you know why? Because you're like, oh, shit. 
because sleep's the cousin of death. But if you're watching on TV and it's quiet and she's just like, you know why? You're like, what? The, what is this? Why? Why are you having this moment with Killer Mike? Anyways, I recommend Ozark though. SGG. It's a it's a damn good show. A lot of fun. I don't. Number two is very high dip, but that's for, for me another day. By the way, the, our entire mailbag now. Our entire mailbag next week will be, be about dramas. O, will be about Ozark. Uh, yeah, either people <laughs> agreeing or disagree. It will be the entire thing. I hear the ending's fantastic. By the way, I'm not I, there. Don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Uh, you, uh, you don't want me. You sure? I'm, you sure? Oh, you don't want me to tell you? I would kill. I would kill for that. I would kill if you revealed anything. Well, don't worry. Just wait, and Andrew Gold's time will randomly send it to the group chat. Um, I'll be very upset. Oof. Now, uh, so anything else on the NXT cuts? It sucks. I don't know how much there is to say about it, except that I thought a few of those people had a lot of potential, but this is uh, what we're used to. Also, I don't know if you guys saw the news. Uh, Cody Cody Rhodes will, for now on, just be known as Cody. They've dropped the rules. No. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> my heart skipped a beat <laughs> on that one. <laughs> uh, you were so disgusted. I couldn't believe it. I could, though. <laughs> By the way, I I remember thinking that they did it at AEW that they switched it to Cody, but they, they did. They did briefly. He was Cody the he was Cody the moment he left WWE. He was Cody in New Japan ROH. But then eventually they started saying Rhodes, didn't they? Well, his he couldn't be Cody Rhodes, but Brandy was. So they would say Cody and, and Brandy, Brandy Rhodes. The best the best moment in wrestling this week, right? Was the Miz calling. Uh, uh, Ali. Must, uh, Mustafa Ali must. <laughs> Wait, he did it. What, I, I saw the promo. I don't remember that part. Like he, called he was trying to awkwardly find for like a, 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 a like yeah, a, like a nickname, like a like a patronizing nickname for him. Right. And he's like, "Is it okay if I call you Must?" <laughs> the Miz is the Miz is the best. He the Miz is very good. I, I oh. guess they. him. So this him is and Austin Theory is a is a dream team. That's a dream team, dude. So is that where is yeah. that is that now where we're fully going, guys? As a uh, Miz and Austin Theory. Nah. They, they're friends. They have a budding friendship. By the way, Miz and and Austin Theory as tag team champions, or just like being like it's so much better than like a Morrison thing. You know what I mean? With Miz and stuff. Miz and Austin Theory together to me is money. Do you think Miz and opinion. Theory last long enough for SummerSlam, and then we get both Paul brothers, or does Miz? I'd like to see Miz versus Austin. I'd Austin Theory's great on the mic. He's not perfect yet, but he's great. I'm, as you can tell, I'm a big Austin Theory fan these days. You think? Austin, Th- Austin Theory and The Miz in a program together would be money for the U.S. title, in my opinion. So, But but do you think they'll get both Paul brothers for SummerSlam? Because, I mean... I'm sorry, Paul. Logan who? Paul. Logan uh, Paul's uh, got to uh, get, get his get The get-back. Paul brothers. Sure. Yeah, there's a receipt. So is that sure. going to be a tag the team The Paul match? brothers versus Austin Theory and The Miz? I'm here for it. That would be something. Yeah. Yeah. Something adjacent. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. The Moose thing was my number one thing in wrestling this week. And and uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure any storylines really progressed in a way that we were interesting on either show. Um, and on AEW... I hated what they did with Danhausen and Hook. Tony Nice has to interject with Danhausen and Hook, and then they Danhausen and Hook become like friends. Come on, come on, Danhausen, man. I don't know about Danhausen. I gotta be. I, I I don't I don't I, I don't know about Danhausen. Not to either. switch gears like so quickly just now, but I I no, really no. I'm not a hundred percent sure that Danhausen can be presented in the way that he was on the Indies in front of twenty thousand people. It doesn't quite make sense to me. Did you see him it's on the Indies? Like, did you follow him a little bit or at all? A little bit, yeah. I, I'd seen him, you know, over the years. Like, not that often, but I didn't go to that many indie shows. But yeah, I mean, I was, I know, I knew who he was. I knew what he did. Um, but you know, I don't know. It's time for them to pull the trigger on Hook at this point. Well, I, I and, and if you're gonna pull the trigger, I don't live the, I don't love. Uh, he doesn't need to be with CM Punk, but I also don't know if Danhausen is where I want to see. Like Hook is super credible. He looks Very. super credible. That's what the whole thing is. Don't put Danhausen is the part of the show that is like a silly reminder that on some level this is just a fun indie feeling show. That's mm-hmm. what Danhausen is. Don't put him next to Hook. Well, I think I mean, listen, now that They're he's the same height. Now that he's there next to Hook, honestly, to to Dip's credit, this is probably how you start to strap the rocket on him, right? Have Hook do the silly thing for a little while, get people feeling good about Hook, and then have him just thrash Dan Housen. Like, My time, it's now, though. Thrash him. It's now. Well, he's not going to. That's not really what they what they ended with there. They ended with them, like, sort of like, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you live this week, Hook, uh, Dan Housen. And they got time, though. To, like, you know, they, they could, tomorrow they could thrash him. And the same well, that's day. true. As long as he just thrashes him, I'm fine with it. And then just does that to everybody. I, I hate that I to, to say it, but like they could have him run through the undisputed elite too, just like well, one by here's one. What I'll say, here's what I'll say about the undisputed elite. Um, and I'm just you know foreshadowing for the next six. You know, I'm just I'm just sort of fantasy booking. If they get Roddy Strong in AW, then you have the entire um, undisputed era there. Kenny Omega at some point in the next six months will come back after all these. You know, after he's totally healthy. That is a way to really build up Adam Cole and make him the credible person that we all want him to be is if he reunites the Undisputed Era and they fight against the elite. If you have Kenny Omega and his guys versus Adam Cole and his guys and you do a Survivor Series type sort of thing 
and build up to something big in that regard. You know, big, very popular stable versus very popular stable is a way to go for sure for one of their next, sh- you know, their big shows at the towards the end of the year. But do they need so, Roddy? Do they need Roddy they, Strong? It would be that? nice to see all of them. It would, no, but it would be nice to see all four of them in the ring together, and it would be a moment for AEW to have all of Undisputed Era in the ring together. Isn't that the problem them. though? Like it would just be a moment. Not a movement or like nothing that can um, do, go forward. It with depends like, what they did with it. You're right. It could go the other way, but I think it would be cool to see. And Kenny Omega, who I think they need back, to be completely frank, it would be nice to see him back. Um, <laughs> you know, would be would be fun. I, I honestly, I don't at the moment feel like the Jericho Appreciation Society is working. Okay. Um, And... The only thing I'm interested to see sort of play out in a real way on Wednesday is is I'd like to see Big Cass out there against Wardlow and, you know, sort of see where that takes us um, with MJF. Other than that, I'm not really sure I'm grasping anything on, the, you know, I'm not grasping anything right now. I'm interested in Hook. I'm interested in MJF. But other than that, it's like... Well, and now they're going to kind of shoehorn, you know... Uh, Hangman and 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 Punk, and that'll be fine. But yeah, the, I, I will say there there's a little lull right now. Yeah, there is. Punk Punk's gonna win. Punk will have he the title to. for sure. He, he will. needs to. He will. They're not gonna. He's not losing to Hangman Page. Not even for him. For the comp, for for AEW, Punk needs to win. He will. Punk. Yeah, will be the champion. You, you can't have the time. And, and I feel bad because I don't really know who to blame for for the Hangman of it all. Because I mean, God dip. Hangman was Dips Austin Theory. He was obsessed, and then I he still won like the, him. I know, but then this, from the time he won the title, it's gone progressively downhill in terms of your level of interest. Let's just be yes, honest. I agree. Oh, I would. I can admit that, and and that's unfortunate because he's awesome. You know, he. I, I really do like Hangman Page, like as a as a wrestler. His character totally. is whatever. It's fine, but I enjoy him. But this is not. Well, they shied away from like the alcoholism care. Like thing. that was that was <laughs> what was the, where did that well, go? Well, he, he was like a kid drinking cowboy. And, no, no. But where did you know. but, but it always felt like that was leading to a problem in some sort of st- storyline thing. And it just kind of he just stopped drinking. He shouldn't have. No, the I would have said should have been his thing. The forever. drinking, the drinking should have been a thing when he won the title and continued to be a thing and led to his unraveling. That's yes. And then uh, and then you have something like they started it. Oh, my God. That was such a thing. Him fighting with people in bars was a thing. Like, where where did the booze go? I think they're sort of like hanging on to FTR, too, as something important to see every week. That's not going to last. Sorry. FTR well, as faces. The, they're I'll not faces. You, I'll tell you what. Listen, that's not going to be a very popular sentiment among the like wrestling fans. But uh, as as good as wrestlers as FTR uh, are, I don't get excited when they come on TV, if I'm being honest. They are great wrestlers and can put on broadways and amazing matches. They're great in ring. They, uh, they are hand, like they're, they're dudes Arnon you want Tully. on your roster a thousand percent. Yeah, they but look like, like Arn and Tully. They're, in, they're, they're, they're the wrestlers. They're wrestlers, wrestlers. But don't think they can have some big run as baby faces and have it be sustainable. Ultimately, they're heelish. But by the way, guess and what? They, they need to be like, heels. Yeah. But by the way, right, in every way, they are like Arn and Tully. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, a scorching hot take that will make Andrew Goldstein spit out his drink if he listens. If Arn and Tully don't stand next to Ric Flair, 
they're not that mage. They're pretty yeah. mage. They're pretty mage. But like we saw the brain busters, the brain busters were cool, but like technician, awesome in ring wrestlers who seem like legit tough guys as a tag team. It's a very eighties thing. It's a very cool thing. And I respect it and we need them and they should exist. But Arn and Tully, if they never are part of the horsemen, we are talking about them in a completely different context than we talk about them now. And you just hit on something else too, without, without actually saying it. The Brain Busters were cool, but the Brain Busters also had Heenan. Correct. Arn and Tully always had a somebody exactly. And FTR, they that is that is the missing piece. Cause like they, they they are great on the mic. They try to do that for themselves and fill that void. But it's 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 a it's a crucial piece. Good. You know what? Guess what? There's a guy available, uh Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, there are plenty yeah, of people. There are plenty of people you Let's, can bring in and 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 make it. But you're right, teams like that that are these hard nosed sort of original '80s seeming tough guys. You got to add a piece that makes them compelling. And, and Tully Blanchard it, has never been that piece. Like, no, he's, he's a nice not, thing to see, but it's not that. It's not that. He it's doesn't nice look like to Tully Blanchard anymore, which is kind of the the part of it that's like. And because Arn still looks like Arn. Yeah, yeah. And Tully, by way, Tully looks great for his age. And Tully looks great. He just looks different. He looks different. Um, it's just the visual that doesn't really, you know, compute. Here's all the, the other thing. The other thing I would say is interesting right now. I don't even know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of attract. I'm like attracted to when Veer Mahan is on the TV. Mm-hmm. You're attracted to Veer well, Mahan. I, I, am, <laughs> I am also. <laughs> What's wow. going to happen with Veer Mahan? Is there a way out of Veer Mahan and Joe Bears every week? What do you do with Veer Mahan? Because it, we were saying, oh, it would be Drew, but it's clearly Drew is going to be slotted into, into, into Roman. For the next you know, Respectfully. year. Why? Why is that happening? By the way, it's happening. Confirmed. I mean, why is obvious. it happening? Who else? I, I is think it's be? because I think it's because Roman Dip said it last week. Roman's Roman's probably really injured, and the six man tag is a way for him to be on the pay per view and work and have fans say they saw the champ without that him whole six man to, tag is based around his whatever injury. It has there's to something be going on. Are it has people, to be. But it. by the way, is any place besides Cheap Heat speculating that there's something going on? Yeah, Jay's speculate speculation Jay speculation Jay. <laughs> so and, and I I guess I guess listen, Drew has now been in the mid card for a while, so him having a little few weeks with Roman Reigns and then going back to the mid card is is fine. It just feels like I feel like we were just here. Yeah, there's nobody yeah. else though. There's no one else. No one's ready for Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> And before we get too far, too, we were just talking about FTR. I have to say, like, mm-hmm. their one-on-one match for that Owen Hart in the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. Yo, AEW, please. We all love Bret Hart. He's a legend. The That's best true. there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Please stop with the Bret Hart karaoke matches. Like, these tribute matches that just string together Bret Hart spots Agreed. from better matches that you aren't pulling off as well. That don't tell the same story because you're just picking the best spots out of random matches. The karaoke has to stop, especially if you're going to claim to be among the best or one of the greats. You don't get the greats by just tracing, especially when we can go to Peacock and see the original art and appreciate it for what it is. Like, and CM Punk has done it. FTR has well, now I, done I, it. My, my guess is I'm making this up completely. My, I wonder if it's a Tony Khan thing. Like he likes it. He, he that's I'm, I wonder if as a fan, because it seems like, yeah, it's almost odd. It's happened many times 
uh, so a handful many of times now. Um, listen, I don't they still mind had the, a good one, match. the one sequence. Of course they did. One of course they did because they it was it was Brett and Owen. <laughs> it was a well, great match. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, guess what? You and Dip could get in there and try to do Brett and Owen. It wouldn't be great, okay? And <laughs> but, listen, but they weren't that great either. They were good, like you said. It was a good match. They didn't execute it as well. Um, we get all right. I'm gonna move on. Ronda Rousey, I think, probably beats Charlotte. I think I'm just I'm going into predictions already. I think we've only. We've what what are you going rogue already. into the predictions? I'm going, yeah. I'm going <laughs> rogue. I'm just I'm randomly in my brain thinking of things this week because it was such a lull. It was such no, a no, I, the, 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 lull oh, it's okay. Hey, listen, I'm the quarterback. I got you. I'm gonna set you up nice. Well, don't don't you worry about this. Okay. I got. Should I, I shut got up? You all the things. All the things you need. We got a rogue. I can shut thing. up. I can shut up. I'm a little no, rogue. No, no. This I'm a little I rogue. Sh- I don't want you to shut up either, but I have other things I do think you'll want to speak on. I do think okay. it's interesting okay. that uh, the Sonia Deville of it all, I find to be interesting. Sonia Deville was not used on a two-day WrestleMania with two two-hour kickoff shows. She did not see a sniff of television. And I was like, I saw her backstage and I was kind of like, what's going on? Like, why aren't you on the show? What's up? And... It's just the wrestling business is crazy. You would think that was a sign that like people had soured on her. She is now the most mage she's ever been. She is now like fully thrust into the women's division. And I, I, I gotta say guys, I think that her being off TV for a while and then making her that, um, administrative position, authority figure, I think kind of worked. I think she's kind of more mage. She's definitely more mage. She has a better look than she's ever had. It, um, her no, the look cool. is cultivated. Her her in ring style yeah. and everything is more of a thing for sure. That's what I mean. Um, I I I love her. You know, I'm a fan. Here we go. Her. He's about to say. Here we go. He's about to veer left. He's about I'm to veer Mahan ve- left. He's, I'm not gonna he's veer about Mahan to drop a hammer. I'm not gonna veer Mahan, but I <laughs> will say, somebody who like like Miz or like somebody needs to. I don't know who it is, but like somebody needs to work with her on the promos and the like how to put together a promo and how to really be effective on the mic. You think? Yeah, I don't think she's I think she's pretty effective on the mic. I I think she comes comes across as like the arrogant, bitchy boss or overbearing. Like, I think she does it very well, especially when especially when it's time for her to put hands on somebody like like when she slaps Zelina. No, that Carmella, was great. I think, I think that was done very well. I'm not talking about when she was putting hands on. She's great as a wrestler and, and as an in-ring performer. But. No, but I mean, even that promo where she like slapped them backstage and she has to remind people that like, yo, I'm in the suit. I run the show. I love that. You're going to do what I got to like. But I run but things. A couple weeks ago, she was fumbling all. No, no, no. I, I knew that's what you were referring to. She had a fumble. She had a, t- a fumbly promo two weeks. I think about two weeks ago. I mean, it happens yeah. to the best of them. I mean, it shouldn't, dude. Okay, there's the millions of people watching, and like, you know, yeah, we got you. You mentioned the Miz not, helping her work on the promo. We got a Miz drop that we play all the time. Yeah, it's true. The Miz is true. the Miz is a. It Miz, happens. Miz, Miz is one of the he, greatest talkers of all time. So I don't, you know. Yeah, but 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 that's. But I have to. I have to say here though, Dip. I'm not saying I disagree with you completely. She still needs work. She hasn't figured. You know, she's not perfect. Of course, she's no. still relatively new, but. The Miz is one of the great talkers of all time. And, still and he has a fumble maybe every week. He <laughs> true. The Miz has a flub regularly. And and actually I think that what we're what mm. 
when you realize that, I think we're it actually proves the point that you can have flubs if you're awesome. It really doesn't the the re, flubs are bad, you know. Flubs are like remember when SGG had this as versus the Mitch. That, that's tough to get up from, you know. I know, but she's it, constantly. Flubbing. But then Miz it's had like this. Really, it's hard. You the hard to listen. Have people on other shows saying your name just just to get a cheap reaction. You live rent free in a lot of heads. You built yourself an empire. You got a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. You got a beautiful family. You made it further. You made it higher than anyone ever thought you would or could. Why was this labeled Ms. Clip? Because that was not that. <laughs> no, yeah, he was, it was a Ms. Clip. Remember, I, I wanted talking to isolate you. I wanted to isolate yeah, you have a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. because I thought it was funny. I oh, 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 that's what it was. That, that's what it was. But no, the thing is, you can get away. I don't think having flubs is the be-all, end-all. I know, um, but look, Sonya Deville needs a lot of work on the mic, okay? She's great. I don't think we a lot her. of work. She, she, needs a she lot. does need work. She does she need work. There's, she's not she perfect. There's there's levels to, to go. That said, I mean, I'd love to see her with the title. I think she's mage, so I don't, I'm not taking anything away from Sonya Deville. When I see her, I don't, I, I'm keeping the TV on. <laughs> I, no, like I agree. She's, that, that's yeah. my main point, is that she's interesting. I yes, think she's, she's interesting. interesting. And I also enjoyed. She's also the, a great guy. She's a great guy. Covered. I would also say in the six man tag to the six woman tag on Raw, I'm telling you, man, when we really get, when they're ready and we really get to Rhea and Bianca, it's going to be so good. Rhea, by the way, Rhea has evolved in a great way. She's taking steps a thousand percent. She's taking steps. So. And listen, it takes, yeah. listen, not everyone can move at the same speed. You know, Bianca, it clicked very quickly. Um, Rhea's much younger. Rhea's, Rhea's knew, very young. I know. You knew Bianca She's like was going to be a star still, right? from the moment like, she stepped in NXT. You knew Bianca. I, you, I was like, it's the moment I saw Bianca Belair in NXT, I was like, she's going to be the biggest. And by the way, she was so Yeah, that good. combine that they aired for, for like the NXT talents, that really is what Dip is right. Like when they showed that and showed what Bianca was able to do, I was just like... She has she has everything else. If she can get the ring at the end ring, she has everything else. And like she's got it. Yeah. And I got and I got to tell you, I don't know if you watched it. Did you see Bianca at the weigh in? Mm. Bianca and Becky were at the weigh in, right? Yeah, but I, I didn't see Bianca. Uh, uh, Wait, I didn't I'm sorry. See did I miss Becky. a segment of television? No, no, it was not on television. They Hold sent on. them out to the they sent them to the garden, right? They the, sent them to the garden for the Taylor Serrano way. Oh, no. here, here, let me see. If no, this no, I didn't. Uh, haven't haven't done that. No. Let's listen to this right here. All right, Madison Square Garden. What's up? Now I'm gonna need all of y'all to clap it up one time for this amazing event for everyone involved in putting on the biggest women's fight in history. Come on, clap it up. Yes, tomorrow night is going to be historic. Now, I am WWE superstar Bianca Belair, and along with being the WWE Raw Women's Champion, I am also the EST of WWE, meaning I am the strongest, the fastest, the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best superstar in the world. Now, I was backstage talking with Amanda Serrano, and she told me that she's going to pull a Bel Air tomorrow night, meaning she's going to snatch all those belts from the champ, kind of like what I did to Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. <laughs> now, as a proud 
proud member of Team Serana. With all further ado, I'm gonna need y'all to get up on y'all feet. Come on now, get up on your feet for the former unified featherweight champion, the only woman to win titles in seven weight classes, the fighting pride of Puerto Rico. Come on, give it up, give it up, give it up for Amanda, the real deal, Serrano. That's the best promo she's ever done. <laughs> I gotta tell you, she was great. The, the best part of that clip is the woman behind her. Do you see how amped the the older woman behind Bianca gets <laughs> as she goes through the promo? She looked like a star with those glasses. She looked like a star. She sounded great. Uh, trust me, I've hosted many a thing. It is a different... When you leave your normal world to do something different like she did there, it's it, she and she really, by the time she got... It was very impressive. Um, and I didn't watch Becky yet, so I feel like a terrible guy. But I thought Bianca was fantastic. And that fight... Yeah was one of the best sporting events I've ever been to in my life. I I cannot recommend you people go watch the highlights of Taylor Serrano more. It was, Dip, it's literally why you watch fighting every week, hoping that you'll get a war like this. It was okay. the war of the millennium. It was like Rocky <laughs> versus Drago. There was no defense. It was just, you're like, okay, you can't keep punching each other in the face this hard. This is psychosis. It was so, it was, I'm going to say it. It was Gaddy Ward adjacent. I, I regret not having seen the fight. Um, I do. I do even, even, the great, even the great Troy was there. Troy, how incredible was that thing? Yeah, it was the best sporting event I've ever been to. I haven't been to as many as you, but I mean, take away the fight itself. I've only been to MMA fights. There's a huge difference, I think, between the main event of a UFC fight and the main event of a boxing fight. It feels so much bigger. I mean, UFC oh, is yeah, so yeah. formulaic and scripted with boxing. Like, it's so open-ended. The walkouts are crazy long. They take their time getting to the ring. And the, like, all of Ireland felt like it was at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night. It was insane. <laughs> It was really yeah. at like the Tyson you, Troy. Fury fight like, felt huge too. I did watch that. Said? I did buy that. I, I bought the Tyson Fury fight. You bought the Tyson Fury fight? Yeah. Wow, I'm shocked to hear that. I yeah. I I I, ne I almost I rarely buy middle of the day fights every blue moon, but it was like a Saturday or whatever. It was Saturday. It was Saturday last Saturday or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. My my buddy Lucian and I love watching fights. He's like a huge, you know, he's a British like former like boxing boxer guy. So and he and, and you guys were like, oh, oh, the fight's on. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I just kind of forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, I got, let me just stream it real quick and, and uh, watch it online for a few minutes. I, by the way, Tyson Fury needs to have. I, I know he like says he's retiring. Tyson Fury needs um, one more meaningful boxing match. He's I, going I'm sorry. To against Anthony, jo whoever, whoever, you know, probably. Anthony jo Joshua. But the pro here's the problem. Josh is not had. good. <laughs> like, Josh was <laughs> Joshua to me. He's a great guy. I, I love Joshua. But he has two bad losses, and Troy St. Francis Ngano, and then Troy I mean. St. Francis Ngano. But that's not right because Ngano can't have a boxing match with him. And Tyson Fury, I just feel like, and I listen. Deontay Wilder is a cool dude. He was not on the level of Tyson Fury. He needs to find someone on his level for some battle. Logan you know what I'm Paul. Saying? <laughs> it might be a Paul brother. <laughs> By the way, both Paul brothers versus Tyson the Fury. Fury brothers. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. By the way, uh, a tag team boxing match, the first of its kind. And by the way, Jake Paul deserves credit as one of the promoters of the 
Taylor Serrano fight biggest women's boxing match in history is a very cool thing. It's it's pretty amazing that the narrative that many of awesome. us felt like, oh, my God, Jake Paul's ruining boxing. He is might actually other, he might be saving way. boxing. He, he the Pauls may be single handedly saving the sport. I, th- I had that feeling for a second. And now I'm like all in on them, obviously, because of what happened at WrestleMania. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, but, for no, real, but, though. But, I mean, I, I got to give all credit to these guys. I mean, they really, they're mage. Because well, you know the what? definition of mage. No, no, you know they're what? very mage. To that point is, like, everything I've heard about them, A, it's true because it's online and they posted it themselves. Right. But also, you don't see the amount of dedication they put into something when they decide they're going to do it. And, like... Jake doesn't get that good at boxing if he doesn't put in the work. And then Logan Paul obviously doesn't get that good at wrestling if these are just like grifters who got lucky on YouTube. Like they just don't. They work hard and um they've earned the bag. Like they really did. They've earned the bag. They really did. And I'm telling you, at, at first it was like, oh my God, this is what the sports become. And now you remember boxing's always sort of a carnival act. And at least they're getting tons of eyeballs. And by the way, Jake Paul's pretty good. Like he may not be great. I understand. I understand. He's not a fantastic fighter. He's not Floyd Mayweather or Oscar De La Hoya. But yeah, but you know what? I got news for you. Guess what? Floyd Mayweather is one of the best fighters of all time. And I would never I wasted so much money watching Floyd. (laughs) How many? I I dare you to count. We all enjoy boxing. I I dare you to think about the amount of times you truly left watching a Floyd fight being like, I am so glad I spent the money on that. Never. <laughs> like people get when mad at me. Gar- I, people get mad when I say it. I'm sorry. He's truly one of the best ever. But when it comes to being the best yeah. ever, he is the least entertaining best ever of all time. Yeah. Yeah. What? When's Ryan Garcia fighting again? I saw him doing press the other day. Um, he hasn't had a compelling He's- fight yet either. By the way, he he is. Uh, am I wrong about that? Floyd, mm-hmm. Floyd's thing though. He doesn't give you that entertainment um, when the bell rings. It no, no, his entertainment's when he no, talks. Ryan Garcia has been done. It dominant. all comes before and after, but when the bell rings, it's like you're like, what did I? How did I get hooked into this again? Yeah. Um, last skill is boring, yo. Skill. He no, no, no. He he fought a month ago. He fought a Ryan month Garcia? ago. Unanimous decision. Sorry, sorry. Emmanuel Emmanuel Tago. Sorry. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Let's get into some backlash real quick. Some backlash uh, matches. We're losing our producer in a few minutes. It's all right, Troy. When you have to go, I'll uh, I'll finish up here and send you everything. Is that all right? Um, He's a great guy. You mentioned earlier Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. I quit match. SGG and I have predicted before already that we think Charlotte will win. Dip, you think it's going to be back to business as usual with Ronda winning? 
Yeah, Ronda wins, and then they have their blow-off um, at SummerSlam in Nashville, Tennessee, and Charlotte finally beats her, you know, clean or something. I think um, the X factor awesome. that I think the X factor that you guys are not that dip you may not be paying attention to is Drew Gulak. Charlotte, he he's he's inserted himself into this match, you know, into this feud for a reason. And I think with him being the timekeeper after having been, you know, uh, an announcer before, he's gonna somehow, some way be the reason Ronda loses. So you still get that blow off match later, but I think Drew Gulak factors into a Charlotte victory. You could be right. You could be right. That's an interesting take. Interesting take. Definitely. What did Drew Gulak do last week? He was um he, he was the timekeeper, and then Charlotte in, lost. Oh, in the beat in the beat the clock. Okay. Yeah, he was timekeeper the whole night, but then when he lost the beat the clock, Charlotte took it out on him, and so let's see, let's let's see. I think that he factors into a Charlotte victory though somehow, some way. Cody Rhodes versus freaking freaking freaking. I'm gonna say Cody. Me too. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lock. It's a lock. Uh, Drew and RK Bro versus the Bloodline and um, that just the Bloodline. Sorry, Roman and the Usos. With Sorry, Paul Heyman. Where where is this? Where are you flying to? I'm driving to Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, right? Providence. Mm. We're going to the Dunkin' Donut Center. How far is that drive? Three. Yeah, it can't be that long because it's right after Connecticut, right? Yep. I. I, I could have flown. I, I love not having to fly. Do you, are you, do you agree? Yeah. I would if, drive, can, if it was three hours, I would drive two seconds. What's, what's the line that you would, if you were me, what's the line that you would drive to for events? Five? Uh, three and a half hours. Three to three and a half hours is the, I'm not driving any, I will never drive again more than three and a half hours. Never <laughs> again. It for t- an event, you, for an event, no more than that. Because if you do like five or, or more, then you're tired. You can't even really properly enjoy the event. At this moment in the middle of a weekday, it would take three hours and two minutes. So not too not bad. bad. No, that's good. Anything past three, you get into the fours. It's uh, no, it's it's a long hour. No, we're uh, Natalie's coming with me. Um, it's gonna Maybe. be a, it'll, it'll be a time. I probably hear Providence is great this time of year. Um, actually, I'm mocking, but people do like Providence. So, what do you guys think, <laughs> Drew and RK Bro or the Bloodline? Bloodline. Yeah. Bloodline. Maybe we get the RK Bro. Disintegration, uh, finally. I mean, please I, come on. Can we stop? It's gonna Let's just stop waiting. Kind of. What's it going to take? <laughs> These, they are best <laughs> friends up a storm. Uh, they're like, I mean, it, they're going to be like Beavis and Butthead. They are there. They're together forever. It's amazing how they are. They're like shoot best friends, though. That's the that's the part that sort of blows my mind. Is that they're getting actually close? Yeah. <laughs> Well, then we have as much as the Mitch. No, it's it's Edge versus AJ Styles. Um, I think Damian Priest banned from ringside. After, I think they uh, still find a way. Maybe they run an angle in the, in this match. Not going to hope for it because it probably won't happen. But I think uh, I think Edge wins. To me, AJ feels like the sacrificial lamb for Edge. Yeah. You, I think okay. Edge wins also because you know who's not banned from ringside? Who was in the ring this this Monday? Go ahead. Finn Balor. Finn Balor, a guy who who has a demon side that he's flirted with. Um, been very successful at as a demon. It just makes a lot of sense that that Finn would go to the dark side and cost AJ the match. That would be fun. 
That would be fun. Finn joining there would be fun. Running an angle. That's what I meant. You know what I say? On this day, <laughs> I, I still like it, though. I'm, I'm still in on it. They have a few more weeks left to lose me on the judgment They need day to do something before, before you're going to go. Give me something. <laughs> yeah, you got two more weeks, maybe three. I'm going to give it three weeks. Three more weeks left to, to add to this or do something interesting with it. Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. Madcap. I think he's got a rocket on his back, Mr. 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 Moss. Very interested to see. This is a big day for him, man. Sunday's a big day for Madcap Moss. Maybe maybe the person with the biggest with the most to lose on Sunday. Madcap it's, Moss. It's, yeah. It's the opportunity of the cinch to like if you could really get over and have a meaningful win that people care about and you see people getting behind him. It's a, it's an opportunity. I'm going to go happy Corbin though. I don't feel like this is the blow off. I feel like all this right. feud extends and to do it you know happy corbin has to has to get some wins here i'm gonna go happy corbin uh, by the way don't you hope that happy corbin's character when he, when we go to las vegas for money in the bank loses it all <laughs> that would be hilarious that's that i'm gonna i, think I would I'm gonna love come. from what do you say i think i'm gonna come to money in the bank yeah oh yeah i'm going to money in the bank you're in oh i'm in so you guys are more interested in Money in the Bank than SummerSlam this year? I'm going to SummerSlam, too. Wow. I'm going to be in Nashville. I'm going to be in Vegas. Wow. You've made a commitment. Yep. Not hold on. I'm be in Nashville. Hold on. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's push Greg a step further because you're saying, speaking very confidently, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> even if the ringer is not going and you're paying out of pocket, are you still going? Flights are booked. Wow. Flights Whoa. are booked. Money why, the- why are you so committed to both this year? Is it just so like my, a f- my Money in the ex- Bank ticket to the show mm-hmm. already purchased so I'm, I'm in there money in the bank so what did you have like friends that were excited to go too like why well, uh, you hadn't yeah, mentioned me, that you were it's so July tiger, 4th weekend tiger's going it's tiger's birthday weekend oh tiger's wow. a great guy tiger yeah. toma the tiger of Rich the millennium yes yeah, so we oh, yeah. we're going to money in the bank and then nashville um crystal's in nashville for a bachelorette party that same weekend so oh like, you know wow what? So perfect. You can stalk her during a bachelorette party weekend. Who doesn't want that <laughs> from their new husband? Me either either oh, way. Oh, yeah. Stalking you would be real worthwhile. Oh, he's still <laughs> having dinner with a bunch of nerds. <laughs> yep. Still hanging out with wow. nerds. But yeah, no. Why you, can you stay an extra day or you guys? Or I'm, sure I'm staying extra time in both for sure. Okay. I'm off the week after. Natalie and I may drive to L.A. afterwards. I'm, I'm off that week. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. available. Where, yeah, after money in the bank. I'm you're off Hawaii. the whole week. You're going to Hawaii from there? Yeah. Um, the physically vacationing. The physically vacationing cannot What a be life. Hold on. You're status. also going on a vacation that week. What are we doing here? Hold on. on. Don't Come you on. dare you, in your you, life. You have a week off and you're going there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Please. You cannot for a second. Not in front of me. You can lie to other people. You're you going cannot LA. compare renting a Corolla and driving in the desert to Los Angeles, the same as going to Hawaii. Okay. I've been to Los Angeles a thousand times. Hawaii's a, re- I mean, I, I'm jealous. It's, you know what? Vegas isn't that far. I should consider Hawaii instead. You should. <laughs> you how, are the t- how are the tickets from Hawaii to, to Vegas? Um, I have to look, I have to look get back to you. We just, we said, fuck, let's go first class out to Hawaii. Nope. Just wait, like- wait, first class. Yep. Wait, so when did, you, when did you and Crystal win the lottery? What exactly happened here? <laughs> we By did, the way, we, you are happy, Corbin. We did. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> happy, happy Greg. <laughs> HGG. 
HGG. Happy oh. guy, Greg. Happy guy, Greg. <laughs> wow. Yep. How long are you going yeah. to Hawaii for? Week. A week in Hawaii. Come back. Where are you staying? Which wait, where are they? Which island? Which island? Um, Maui and Oahu. So we'll go to mm-hmm. bounce around a little bit, and then hoping, you, and, hoping to run into the rock, and then we'll you go see. back to the to Philadelphia for two and a half weeks, whatever it is. Yep, and then you head to Nashville, and then head to Nashville, and then they're <sighs> going to Croatia from Nashville. Yeah, no, we're staying out of Eastern Europe. Uh, <laughs> First, yeah, that's a fair they've one. never done yeah. an Alaskan cruise. They're going to do that, and they're yeah. going straight. They're going straight from exactly. They're renting a, a villa in Tuscany, and then they're off to St. Bart's. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but Ringer, if you're listening though, please feel free to throw in some uh, something for the flights <laughs> in the hotel. There you go. Maybe for SummerSlam they could. I could see them wanting to do something there. Should Ringer, I do my um, big, please throw in my, for, my 35th uh, birthday blowout in uh, uh, the week after July 4th? If you're going to be in LA, that'd be me. wait. You're having a a birthday party that late? I'm, I can't pull it together in the next four weeks. Plus, COVID's rampant here again. It is what sort of yeah, rampant sort of yeah. I thought California was winning. Winning it. I mean, not winning a JSS. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you did it, depend. Do you pick a day yet? No. If you did it like, the, uh, I don't know if I could stay the, till the end of the week. Well, we were dis- definitely going to be there till Monday. I mean, I know. I don't let's discuss. We have time. Yeah. yeah we're talking about but I'll tell you one thing. We're going to get a, we're all going to get a great meal in Las Vegas. That's happening a thousand oh, yeah. percent. Remember what happened last time we ate in Vegas together? <laughs> COVID? No. Oh, you mean the R-S-D-K? guy? Yeah, the guy. He was a great guy. <laughs> By the way, you were a great guy too. <laughs> and Laura Styles was a great guy. We, we that that was. We can't tell the whole story. No, no, no yeah, you can. We, without saying all the details. Story? Without saying, no, yeah, I mean, even though I did nothing, it was all on the up and up. But a gentleman came <laughs> up. When you like went that, above I and beyond. Say, it does sound like a story that <laughs> you shouldn't tell. Well, that's because Dip scares me. Dip scares me. It's fine to tell. It's fine to tell. But, no, it's totally it's totally fine to tell. But you, by the way, you were a great guy, and you held up your end of the bargain a thousand percent. Yes, a, a dude recognized me, asked me for a favor. I said sure, and he said great. I'd love to buy your dinner, and we said okay. So that's very nice of you. Wow, unnecessary. No, no, no. Then the guy leaves. So the waitress comes up to us, the wait staff, and she says, "Hey, the the bill is on so and so." And we go, wow, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, he told us that. But then we're looking around at each other. And we're like, but how much can we spend? Right. So, and I remember, so I found a way to ask her. And I was like, so I got to love him with you here. I don't really know this guy. He just offered to buy us a meal. She was like, we have plenty. Get whatever you want. He left, he left the money and he left, left money. She was like, don't worry. He left enough for you to get anything you want. Go ahead. Oh, wow. We didn't well, go crazy. Yeah. We, we didn't even. We, we still didn't, didn't go crazy. We, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get like crazy. wasted buying bottles or anything. We had a couple no. of drinks and, and some meals, but. Well, honestly, that means they kept it. So like you just boosted their tip too. Right? Oh, no, because they made money. Everyone. It was. It was very. Whoever nice. that guy was. He's great a great guy. Is what it either like. that. Either that. Or he's a terrible, terrible guy. guy. <laughs> a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, who knows? All right. Uh, hold on. I'm going to hedge my bets and say great guy. I don't wanna, I'm hoping so. I don't want to piss him. And I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. Let's move quickly because uh, we st- I still got to hit some mailbag here. Well, what happened? I thought we were so ahead of schedule. Pickles and things. Pickles and things. Um, I'm going to show love this week to 
Malcolm Bivens, who lost his gig at NXT, or it sounds like, though, he actually turned down an extension earlier, um, a month earlier. It sounds like that's, according to the websites, he was, uh, they made an offer. He wasn't interested, and now they let him go. And um, listen, I, he's very young. He's very talented, and he has a lot of upside. Excited to see what he'll do. So just wanted to show love to Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, you know what? My original pick was going to be Cedric Alexander because, boy, do I also miss the Hurt Business. So anybody that's trying to trying to get the band back together on that front has my full support. Um, but yeah, I'm going to also give a shout out to Malcolm Bivens because you guys know, like, even before he was Malcolm Bivens, you know, when he came in as, as Stokely Hathaway, I was banging that drum of him being like one of the great managers that they could have, mm-hmm. super entertaining, um, great on the mic. They put him with Diamond Mine, and then everybody got to see what he can do. And it, honestly, man, though, it just wasn't enough. It was just a, for me, a, a little morsel of what he could do. And so hopefully, you know, he gets to go somewhere where everybody can really see him shine on a, on a big stage because he's he's a great dude, man. He's very talented. So hopefully we see, and who knows, maybe he can come back. Um, yeah, who knows? And shine who knows here, who but but because like you said, he is young, and in the managerial role, he can do it. For as long as he wants. But. And listen, AEW, if you want to win over SGG and have him watching every week, just give a prominent role to, to Malcolm Bivens. That's right. He's in. Yeah, I'm in. Um, what you got there, Dip? I'm going to give it to Scorp this week for that ladder match with Sammy. Woo. That was quite the match. Although Scorp, he Scorp didn't, Sky. Scorp, yeah, Scorp Sky. Sure. He didn't quite catch him correctly and definitely sammy was injured oh was um, that but, that was that that spot when sammy just flipped off the ladder and landed on his yeah, back? Like, I, yeah sammy's insane for doing that and but i guess he should have caught him in some context more and maybe i don't know what the deal was but i don't i'd have to ask a wrestler to to know what went wrong um with scorpio sky not catching him correctly or not like something was go- there's some, something's going on there there was something going but on, yeah. but but besides that um the match was the, definitely the most entertaining match of the week so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to to um, the the very good wrestler named Scorps guy. We should a, also we should also show right some now. love to Bobby Lashley who had that mishap where the top rope snapped. Yeah, I mean it. So people think Lashley snapped the rope. It was actually Drew on the other side. If you watch the yeah. if you watch the video, Drew the rope snaps on Drew, and then it just simply is not there for Bobby Lashley. So it, you know. Glad Bobby Lashley's healthy and okay, and glad that it didn't go much worse for everybody involved. Because I know I kept I kept thinking someone is really going to be having a tough conversation here because someone messed up bad. And thank God Bobby just kind of kept like he took the spill like it was a like it was set up, but it was a scary uh, moment. Very scary. Our, all right, guys, uh, let's hit a little bit of mailbag before we're up out of here. M- 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 before we jump M- into mailbag, mail. did we predict Bobby Lashley versus Omos? Sorry about that. Good call. Um, I'm going to go Omos. If they have him lose twice to Lashley in a row, and now with MVP. Yeah, that means Dip is right and that they, they, they're killing off his momentum. So Then, yeah. then, then it's a wrap. So uh, yeah. they put him with MVP. MVP is not banned from ringside. Why would he not be involved? I'm giving it to Omos. I'm, I'm going to follow too. you there. That's great logic. Everyone's there? Yes. All right. Dip. A lot of dip conversation in the mailbag this week. This is either going to be really good or really bad. I mean, <laughs> a major. No press is bad press. A, ma- <laughs> a major <laughs> like bounce. A, ma- a major bounce back. You know, a dip. I, last week, I 
I guess people were responding to the fact that I said dip is is very negative. Okay. Based on um based on a couple of uh of different uh emails that I'd gotten. Um and I was I trying to find nice some mail? balance. I wasn't trying to bully dip. What do you get some nice stuff? Nice. nice so, I think so that's what that's what dip. Like. Uh, uh, Joe writes us and says, "Dip is a great guy." That's the subject is dip dash great guy slash slash bagel talk slash Charlotte booking. We'll not get to all of this, but we'll say cheap heat is turning into the K show with all these. I've been a cheap heat fan since 1974. Emails, lol. Very true. I need to defend my guy Dip for a minute and then throw a fantasy booking situation. Not only do I think Dip is fair and has reasonable complaints with solutions, it's needed <laughs> on a pod. How much can you talk about something that's good? That match was great. That segment was great. Blah, blah. It's easier to talk about controversy or if you have critique. Um, then he goes into saying that as an Italian, he still really appreciates um, our bagel conversation. Um, uh-huh. and he grew up being a plain bagel with butter guy, but he wants to make some changes. Yes. That he has to make some, changes. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Yeah. Anything we're, ha- we're, we're happy to help you with that, by the way. And, uh, mail. Brandon says, uh, bagels. While I'm not a huge bagel guy, I will say that an all seed bagel toasted with cream cheese is delightful. Untoasted bagels are atrocious. It's plain bread and butter at that point. And Dan Orlovsky's food takes are just as much. He's right, though. An untoasted bagel is, is it a What is an all-seed bagel? What the hell is that? Is that an everything? Uh, is that an bagel? everything? All-seed. It sounds like more than everything. I've never what city is this guy from? Who, who calls it an all-seed bagel? Wow. David Sharp writes us. Mail. And the subject is just cream cheese is repug. Oh, no. Do we even hey, need to read this? You think you know people in this. Hey, story. guys, I'm listening to the episode and I hopped off the treadmill because I have to say how gross cream cheese is. It's not in any tier of what I would ever put on anything. Peanut butter is tier one. Butter and jelly are tier two. I love the random topics just as much as the wrestling talk. That's all I got, David. David, we love you. And that is a horrifying psycho, taste. Psycho take. Nathan writes us and just simply says male toasted bagel, cream cheese, salmon or toasted bagel, butter, bacon, egg, hollandaise sauce. That's the way hollandaise sauce. I'm always hollandaise on the side. You can't you can't trust anybody. Trust anybody to just hollandaise on anything. Yeah, Yeah, there's too much. Then we have uh, one here from J.J.R. Mail. He says, Dear my favorite podcast, I, I was listening to last week's episode as I sat down at the Essa Bagel in Manhattan and I, I had myself a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel, sesame bagel scooped out, and I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> then I then for fun, I, I was with a Jewish gentleman and I ordered a, another bagel with cream cheese and capers. Humantashen. <laughs> when the baker brought out a a, a, a little uh, box of humantashen, I said, "Business is picking up." <laughs> and I devoured the humantashen like I was King Ahasuerus himself. <laughs> okay, a couple more, uh, a couple more dip. Now he has some more dip emails. Mail. Um. 
I already sent you guys this one, so. Hmm. I like the ones you sent. No, I don't remember. Oh, he, he, yeah, this is this is a great email. I'm not going to read this one. It was a great email from Stephen, though. He talked about Heinz uh, ketchup. We appreciated that very much. Um, all right, here's more dip, please. Hello, fellows. My first time writing in. I'm a big fan of the show. One point I must make is that the dip needs to be lead mic moving forward. I, <laughs> I agree. I agree with. 98% of all his takes, and at times, he seems like the only one really watching the AEW and WWE product to accurately speak about. There's nothing negative about the takes. He's just spitting facts about the uninspired and dry WWE product. Put some respect on the man's name. I will be listening this week to hear what Dip says next. You guys are the best in the business. Stay major. Wow, one of the best emails I've ever heard in my life. Uh, you have to love that. <laughs> of course, like of Shakespeare, course. that was like a like the man. The man should be a published author. What's his name? Um, Lewis. Lewis, great guy. GG confirmed. Christina writes us. Mail guys. I've been listening for three years. I love you all. That being said, lately it seems like you guys only want to break up all the tag teams, except maybe the Usos. I feel like the tag teams we have, we need the New Day. Our great trio tag and the Street Profits have the best energy there as a heel or baby until they are ready to bring Randy up to take the belt from Roman. Let him keep doing his thing with Riddle. And maybe instead of them turning on each other while a team have Riddle turn on him after he takes the title from Roman. That way it makes Randy a bigger baby and creates a story for Riddle as a single. And at that time, Randy will help him grow. I guess my point is there are more tag teams um, until there are more tag teams. Let's keep the ones we have and make better stories for them. And before I go, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like cream cheese on their bagel. I love you all. Stay mage. Loyal listener, Christina. P.S. You guys need a female point of view in here. That's true. And thank you. Thank you for giving us one just now. That was very, very good. I, I hear what you're saying. And I do think sometimes they break up tag teams too fast. But it's like it's always one or the other. It's either they, they're together too long or they break up too fast. M that's why that's why there's always a conversation male. about it you know pete you're the man shout out stack guy greg dip is mage a thousand percent haven't really watched wrestling since the monday night wars but even though i don't watch i still listen to the pod and look forward to it every week never quit the non-wrestling tangents some of the best stuff on the show anyways just wanted to give you guys a chp t-shirt idea background is the undertaker coming to the ring foreground is a full-grown dip crying at the sight of one of his heroes <laughs> the text reads Tears of Mage, T E A R S. Very good idea. <laughs> wow, <laughs> what an artist this person is. Yes. That's fucking. <laughs> that's, that's that's you, we, we should have uh, we should have Sam Evans make that. Ooh, should be Sam Evans. Uh, Sam Evans uh, DM me. Sam Evans DM me with a very interesting idea. Really? Um, he wants to do a show at my house. An art show? Yeah. Oh yeah, you should do it. That will be Mage. Mm. That would, yeah. that would be mage, dude. That would He'd be very send cool. me everything. Let's, and let's discuss. Mail. Hello to Jewish JR, Stat Murdoch, and Dip Flair. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Dip might be a booking genius. Theory versus Cena at WrestleMania 39 is solid, but let me add to make it more exciting. Theory has a dominant U.S. championship reign throughout the year, and at Royal Rumble 23, just as we begin the road to Mania, he starts his own U.S. championship open challenge. He continues to win each week and all culminates at WrestleMania 39 in the main event of night one. Theory comes out and issues an open challenge to anyone in the locker room, um, stadium or Hollywood, L.A. Q 
Hugh John Cena's music, one of the greatest U.S. champions of all time and possibly the champion most synonymous with the open challenge format, Theory versus Cena in an unannounced surprise title match for the U.S. championship to close out night one. What are your thoughts? Stay age, Sean. I think yes, the people that better. complain about 30 minutes of turbulence or Sopranos talk or say dip is best in small doses are missing the point of the show and probably watching too much wrestling. You're all great guys, especially <laughs> dip. probably watching too much wrestling. Wow. You are over like Rover this week, dip. Wow. You think, you know, people and you do. Uh, I'm exactly. <laughs> I'm only going to argue with one thing there. Can we not do Cena having maybe his last big match unadvertised? I put him no, on the damn exactly. poster. Put him on the yeah. poster. It's not going to be his last match, but I'm just saying, I, I would just say, like, I think they could do better than an open challenge. Book it in a real way. You book know, Cena, in. you know, book it in a real way, and you can involve Vince McMahon. Vi- you know, Cena was Vince's guy for so many years, and, you no, know, I, I don't know. I, I agree. I, I don't, know, make I, I just don't see why Austin you wouldn't. Austin Theory's the new guy. Um. Okay. M- but, m- uh, m- m- great m- guy. M- male. A Gentile listener's named Miles recommends a chorizo and scrambled egg bagel. He knows it's controversial, but he, he it's his idea. I'm into that. Mail. Chris says, I can't take it anymore. Someone needs to do a run in and defend dip from all these heels taking cheap shots. <laughs> As someone who almost stopped following wrestling because of their frustration towards WWE, dip is the lone voice on ringer speaking the truth. <laughs> I'll even put up with WWE shill SGG as long as there's some balance being provided. You might not talk enough about AEW and everything fantastic that's happening there, but the least you can do is keep giving Dip the mic to spit facts. For all us grassroots wrestling fans, Dip is the kayfabe king of kings. Stay cream cheesy, Chris. <laughs> the kayfabe, <laughs> the kayfabe king. Wow. The kayfabe king of kings. Uh, I, I love that. I'm loving this new name for myself. <laughs> King Fave King of Kings. It's great. That's very good. God, I, I God, I'm I'm really I'm getting the people. I'm I got bad news though. You're not gonna be able to go with K Fabe King of Kings. All right, fine. You know why? Why is that? Why don't you uh give it an acronym? Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. Nope. 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 Yeah. <laughs> The unshortenable, the unshortenable nickname <laughs> of the cinch. Now this is confirmed. You just got to make kayfabe two words. KFK. <laughs> Even that is too much. It's too close still. Uh, thank you for that email, though. That was a very mage email. Wow. Um, let's see. I know people in this town. Male. You do. You know people in this town. A thousand percent. Another person, Dip, who says uh, that we, we we need an it's something or give me something or at least it's something T-shirt. I I think I've said that to you. You did. You said you wanted Dip. Dip suggested a shirt that just said something. I said, I think we need more than something. <laughs> I think that would be for the back. At least it's something on the back or give me something. I thought the front needed more than something. Or no, it's I need something. <laughs> and the back is at least it's something. And wait, wait, the front is I need something. And the back is a is a cream cheese bagel with locks and capers. <laughs> As the only one who brought the contortionist to the table, I was trying to think of a new nickname for dip when he gets in super negative mode, since that was a topic of the discussion on the last pod. I may not be one of the tribe, but I feel like it must involve fetch. 
Perhaps when he gets ranting, you could refer to it as dip crossing the line from kayfabe only to kvetchvabe only. Or if you wanted it to be more of a nickname, maybe the magent in that mode could be called Kvetch Owens, King <laughs> Kvetch Bundy, Kvetch Von Eric, or Kvetch Dunn. Or the uh, instead of the Quebecers, the Kvetchers. That's that's that. It seems like the easiest way to go there. Um, I like the Kvetcher as a as my m- m- alter ego. M- 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 male. Someone wants us to still tell the story of how the members of the JWO got together uh, and how we all got started on wrestling fandom. That's from Dan Caster. Dan, we will get there because that's now we been asked there. a couple of times. The Peter Rosenberg Dipperstein meeting was uh, epic. It was all because of wrestling. And I, I've told it a million times on the pod, but I'm happy to tell it any time again. It's, it's me. Well, I we'll tell people it all the time that story. The, uh, it's the story of the cinch. Mail. SJ Johnson writes us, uh, have any of you ever m- 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 mowed a lawn? Sincerely, SJ. Hashtag with a yard. <laughs> <laughs> never. <laughs> I never uh, have. The peckerheads are the best. I've never mowed a lawn in my life now. Hold on. All three of us? Not one lawn mowed between the three of us? No. I'm from Harlem. So that's my, my father. My father mowed the lawn. I, I never mowed the lawn. Oh, your father? But your, your father did mow the lawn. He was mowing and mowing. Oh. <laughs> my father would have no. He, the, the missing feet of the millennium. If you had to mow the lawn. If you were to try to mow a lawn. <laughs> All right. Last email. Male. The passion of the dip slash camera cuts. And I'm glad someone wrote this because I meant to mention it. Hello, Dip. Uh, Peter Dip and SGG. First and foremost, thank you for everything each week on the podcast. I enjoy the newly added Jewish bagel segments slash bagel segments. I wanted to come in defense of Dipperstein. I really enjoy the passion and enthusiasm he expresses, regardless of whether he is criticizing or praising the product. And I feel like his criticisms have some thought behind them as opposed to just straight out dumping on WWE or AEW for the sake of doing so. Plus, on the few occasions I've been able to catch the video podcast and I'm able to see his facial expressions and demonstrative hand movements when making his points, they made me even a bigger fan. He seems like a great guy. I don't watch WWE as much as I used to, aside from the big pay-per-views and occasional Raw and following via recaps, not because of the storylines in-ring product um, as the quality always naturally goes through good and bad stretches. And I can even deal with the fake crowd noise, even though it's annoying. Not sure if it's me wearing glasses has anything to do with it, but the constant camera cuts and zooming in and out make the broadcast hard to watch and is the reason I've cut back. The constant cuts and zoom literally give me motion sickness if I watch too long, and I don't follow what they think they've gained from doing this. Jewish JR rules, stay mage Vin, uh, Vince. Well, there was a segment last night I think Lashley Omos maybe or uh, no, I can't remember where it was. They did this rapid cut thing. I've never seen anything like it. It was crazy. Have yeah. you guys noticed that, that they do that? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I hate the cuts. The I, I've been saying for all I need is a medium shot like the old days. Yeah, That's how you get the most effective presentation of wrestling is when you have that medium shot. You don't need close ups. In fact, I don't want to see close ups because you see botches and things. I don't want to see any close ups. I want to see medium shots of the ring. You just let the close-ups start in the rest halls or like submission moves. Yeah, yeah, that's what they would do back in the day. Of course, but let the the match breathe a little bit. Let's see the match. AEW does it, sort of. And that Happy Corbin segment on Friday with the the crowd noise, I was like, I I finally 
have crossed the line to, to dip Thank territory you. with the crowd noise. It Thank was, you. It was a it's, lot. Well, this is it, a big it, step for you guys together. I appreciate this. Thank you for saying this. No, this is, for, this is the 60. This is we back in the 60%. Yeah. Thank you for validating for validating. This field. And by the way, you know, Dip, I, I've, I, I, I never liked it. Didn't hate it as much as you. It's recently. But it's, now they are, it's, it's the whole show. They're riding it's, up and down the entire show. It's, yeah. it's, the, it's the whole show. The whole entire show is manipulated with sounds. I, I, I may get fired this weekend because I'm going to pull someone aside and go, enough with the sound. Enough. I mean, it's, and it's maybe they especially when you have the crowds back. Like, okay, that's this was this was the craziest thing. So, um, on Raw last night, when Roman comes out to start the show, people love acknowledge me. Okay, and it's fine. I'm, I'm nothing bad to say about acknowledge me. The crowd erupts in acknowledge after acknowledge me, and then they let the crowd erupt and then immediately suppress it and do booze. Did you hear that? You need to you need to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, what is this? This is crazy. Guess what we're going to do? Because this is a special random. The ringer is going to be annoyed with us. Very long episode of Cheap Heat anyway. Troy we're talking about like, a lot of important stuff. I mean, Troy, Troy left like nine hours ago, so he can't, <laughs> right, he can't do anything. Own. He can't do anything to stop us. I do, play it? Because I do remember that. And then I remember they addressed it on commentary. And they were like, that. oh, a mixed reaction. I thought like, it was no. very strange. Here we go. Just try to isolate the one second. I know. I know. What, do you, what do you think? Yeah. I'm an amateur? Yeah. No. Well, dip his lead mic now, so. Oh, yeah, I know you're lead mic, but calm down. I got this. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. We go to Paul first. It's whenever Paul passes it off to. North Carolina. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Yeah. It's a little bit harder to hear oh, on this. I, I hear it though. I heard if it. you go back, it wasn't even the worst segment of the fake crowd sounds, but it was it was a it was like they I don't they don't do it for Roman that often. But now they're doing it the whole show. Every the funny, single the funny, segment. The funny thing is, so they definitely I believe they definitely did it. And it's obviously them fighting him being a babyface. Yep. But the funny the irony of us pointing out that one is if the mix was normally that good, we wouldn't complain. That was actually pretty good. It still was noticeable. But there was a few segments in the last this last week of TV that were just like full blown, like you could just hear the fader go down. Like I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that happy Corbin promo from Friday. It was just like uh like a gut punch almost out. It just came in with the fake crowd noise. You gotta let the crowd react how they're gonna react. I, I, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you're, you're, it you're, you're going to make the superstars are not going to benefit from this. You're, you're no. in the long run. Agreed. In the long run, this is not going to help anyone. No. You can't. Well, that's the thing though. It's like the superstars will be fine, but the presentation of the show is not because the live crowd is going to react how they're going to react and the superstars are going to react to that. So, whatever. What? Well, listen, I, I hope you guys all react by sending us emails to rosenbergbeats at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram, Rosenberg Radio, Stat Guy Greg, and the Dipperstein, who's very popular this week. And uh, I hope that this weekend, t- tune into Talking Smack on Saturday to see what uh, me and Sam Roberts do. That should be fun. And of course, the kickoff show on Sunday on Peacock. Excited for this pay per view. It's going to be Mage, I think. 
I, I'm excited. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy backlash. WrestleMania backlash. I'm gonna if you I'm gonna watch wrestling with uh, my parents like the old days wow. on Sunday. They yeah. excited? Yeah. Wow. What are you gonna eat? Uh, pigs in a blanket, most likely. Maybe some uh, some bagel bites. Ooh. Wow. Well, listen. HGG is going to be eating caviar this weekend as he watches the pay-per-view. <laughs> truffle with, with some black truffle or, or some, yeah. some white truffle? He'll be truffle. <laughs> truffle galore. Some, some uni. Some uni with some truffle and some caviar. <laughs> All right. Stay mage, everyone. Stay mage. Take it easy. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of of the art form. M- 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 this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday. I'm still sleeping. I also like Ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today.